0: Lord, y'all pray for us just a little bit. Amen. will be in the morning tonight. We've got a lot on floor, so I'll pray for I'll i know about a real quick talk. I'll pray for tonight. the book of Jeremiah. Something the Lord showed me and laid it on my heart. uh, I'm going to be around Jeremiah chapter number 40. Start reading there. A couple chapters over. Around Jeremiah 38. Jeremiah tells King Zedekiah, Okay, you, you got a choice, sir. You got a choice. God. God's brought judgment on you and you can surrender to the will of God. You're going to lose some things. You're going to lose the kingdom, but you're going to save your life and it's not going to be burnt down. If you just hold on, Zedekiah, just do what I'm telling you. This is after they picked him up out of the, out of the dungeon. Amen. they did been mean to Jeremiah, the man of God. Somebody say amen. He was preaching stuff they didn't like. Is everybody all right? So Zedekiah the king said, I want to know what's going to happen, Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, I'm telling you, God said you better go down there with, with Nebuchadnezzar because Babylon's coming up here after you. Babylon's coming after you, and if you'll go, if you'll surrender and do the will of God, God will take care of you, amen, you're going to lose some things, you're going to lose, a but they're not going to burn it, they won't kill your family. But if you don't, you keep going your way, you... You, you, you get your heart hard against God. I'm just paraphrasing that. And don't do it. He said it's going to cost you more. It's gonna, they're going to burn the city. They're going to kill your family. They're going to take all your wives. They're going to take your daughters. Are you hearing me? So that's what he told him. And Zedekiah's remarks, let's see, was, in chapter 38, verse 19, I'm afraid they'll mock me. I would do it, but I'm really afraid they'll mock. They'll make fun of me if I go to surrender and do the will of God. Is everybody all right? Well, if we ain't living in a day and a time when people are more worried amen, about what the world thinks and what somebody's going to say than they are about living for God. Somebody say amen. But if we're living in a day and a time, just like Zedekiah there, amen, when people are more concerned about what somebody else thinks and they'll walk outside the will of God and lose everything they got rather than getting right because they ain't afraid somebody will laugh at them. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. Amen goes right there. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, I sold out to God a long time ago. I can care less what they think. Amen. They've been making fun of me for years. They've been mocking me on my job for years. Amen. But that's all right. God's been blessing me. Hallelujah right there. Amen goes right there. Amen. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. Surrender to God. Let God take care of all the consequences and don't worry about what that crowd out there thinks. They're not your friend anyway. I don't know how we got off on that, but that preach. Amen. And here Jeremiah's done told them, well, it come to pass. Amen, they didn't surrender and Zedekiah's family got taken. Amen, his children got killed, his eyes got put out and all that. Goes on. Amen. They burn his house. They, they burn the castle. Amen. they done everything, everything that, that, that he didn't want them to do because he's worried about. He lost everything because he's worried about what well, somebody's going to laugh at me. Somebody's going to mock me. That's what he said. He said, I mocked me. <laughs> that blows my mind. That just blows my mind. He's proud. Got that pride. Bible tells us that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. Amen. Yeah, and so and that, 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 that really ain't the message but that'll preach because Zedekiah's out of the picture now. And so in chapter number 40 after Babylon's come in they've taken over they've killed all of them they lift Jeremiah up he's in chains still man of God's been put in chains and been, been mistreated. So there he is in chapter 40 and verse 1. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Amen. Amen right there. But we need some men of God that'll get in touch with God in the day in which we live. We need some men of God that'll get on their face for people and weep for their church, for their congregations. Is everybody okay? They've getting out there on the golf course every day. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Get down alone somewhere with God. Hey, amen. Find out what God's got for their people. Amen right there. And so the word of, that came to Jeremiah from the Lord after that Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar Dan, uh, the captain of the guard had let him go from Ramah. When he had taken him, being bound in chains, among all that were carried away captive of Jerusalem. We know that's the house of God and Judah. Amen. That's praise. Amen. Took their praise out of their their life. Somebody say amen. That's generally what happens. That's about the first thing that goes when somebody starts getting backslid on God. They quit praising him. Amen. They worried about what everybody thinks. Amen. They're afraid to lift their hand. Afraid to say amen. Afraid to shed a tear. Afraid to testify. Afraid to praise the Lord. That's about the first thing that goes out of a child of God's life when they start backsliding on God. Is everybody okay? Yeah, I know we're a little off tonight. Amen. That's all right. This Sunday morning message, Brother Tracy. That's all right. It's a Wednesday night message tonight. Is everybody okay? Amen right there. That's right. Amen. And so here Jeremiah is. He's in chains. Amen. And took everybody captive down there at Jerusalem and, and, and Judah except for a few of the poor people. A few of the people you know nobody wants. Amen. Somebody asked me, what what kind of church you got? I said, man, we got a church full of misfits and all of them fit together. Is everybody all right? Hey, we don't fit nowhere else. Somebody say amen, but boy, we fit together down at the house of God. Love one another, worship together. Amen, when one of my uh, brothers or sisters is hurting, amen, I'm hurting and praying. Man, we take care of one another. We pray for, well, what a blessed church we have. Hallelujah. I tell them, yeah, we got a church full of misfits and we just fit right together. Down at Calvary, hallelujah, amen. I know too many other churches have got battles going on inside. Somebody say amen, hallelujah. Only battle we fight down here is the devil. Thank God, amen. And so carried away captive into Babylon and so he, he, he set him loose, captain of the guard set him loose. And verse number four, we'll go down to verse number four, And he said, listen, he begins to speak to Jeremiah. He said, now behold, I loose thee this day from the chains which were upon thine hand. If it seemed good, listen to this. If it seemed good unto thee to come with me into Babylon. First thing you gotta understand now, that that Babylon, that, that means confusion. Amen, stay away from Babylon, child of God. Stay out of Babylon, stay out of Egypt. Stay out of the world. Amen. You don't want your life, amen, to get mixed up in Babylon and have a life full of confusion. Is everybody all right? You don't want, you don't want the devil meddling in your life, making it rough, and, and making you confused all the time about what the will of God is and bring a bunch of confusion into your life. Amen. So he said, if it seemed good, come with me down to Babylon. Go to me into Babylon, come, and I will look well unto thee. But if it seem ill unto thee to come with me into Babylon, forbear. Behold, all the land is before thee, whether it seemeth good and convenient for thee to go, thither go. Now, while he was not yet gone back, he said, Go back also to Gedaliah, the son of Ahakim, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon hath made governor over the city of Judah, and dwell with him among the people, or go. Uh, wheresoever it seemeth convenient unto thee to go. So the captain of the guard gave him victuals and a reward and let him go. Then went Jeremiah, listen to this, unto Galileah, the son of a high king, to Mizpah. That's, that's one of the cities down there around Jeru- or, uh, Judah and Jerusalem. Amen. That's one of their cities. Amen. you got to recognize that. Amen. And, and Mizpah, Mizpah means, means a, uh, a watchtower. Amen an observatory, especially for military purposes. Amen. You need to be very watchful of your life, sir. Ma'am. You need to be watchful. Because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy everything you've built up. He wants to destroy your reputation. He wants to get inside your marriage. He's not your friend. He's your adversary. But we've got to be on the watchtower. We've got to recognize when that rascal's coming after us. Amen. And so he goes down there, amen, uh, to the remnant that was left, down there at, at Judah, amen, at Mizpah. Amen, right there. Somebody say amen. That's where he went. And so in verse number six, then went Jeremiah and the son of Ahakim, to Mizpah and dwelt with them, with him and the, among the people that were left in the land. Verse 7. Now, when all the captains of the forces which were in the fields, even they and their men heard that the king of Babylon made Gedaliah the son of a high governor in the land, and had committed unto him men and women and children, and of the poor of the land, of them that were not carried away captive to Babylon, then they came, Amen. To get a lie to Mizpah, even Ishmael, and so, make a long story short, all of them begin to gather back around. They said, Hey, we got a leader down there. Amen, we got somebody we can go down there and follow. Somebody that's in charge. Amen, they're getting some order back down there. Amen, at Judah. Amen, they're getting some people on the watchtower. Amen, and they're, and they're making plans. Amen, to, to stand and, and to fight this thing. And, and, and guess what? Jeremiah, the man of God's come back down there. Is everybody all right? Amen. I mean, buddy, we got somebody that'll pray for us. Amen. And seek the Lord. And listen to this. Go down to verse... Number 13, moreover, Johanna the son of Korea, all the captains of the forces that were in the fields came to Galilee to mispot, amen, to the watchtower, to the to the military, amen. Outpost to keep a watch, amen, for the enemy. Somebody say amen. So as I begin to look at this, I go down to chapter number 41. Verse number 10. Then Ishmael, they had, a, they had a fight, amen, and somebody killed Gadaliah. Ishmael did, he takes the rest of them captive down there at Mizpah, amen. He, uh, he takes them captive, and he's gonna leave. Johanan told him, he told him, he said, hey, you better watch that Ishmael, he, he's gonna kill you. Let, let me get over there and kill you. He said, no, we're gonna be all right. Ishmael comes, said, let's go out here and talk in private, and he killed him. Killed a bunch of folks, killed a bunch of prophets, amen, that, that was coming to the house of God. Amen. Throwed them all in a pit. And so here he is. Amen. Then Ishmael carried away captive. Verse 10 in chapter 41. All the residue of the people that were in Mizpah, even the king's daughters and all the people that remained in Mizpah, whom Nebuzaradan and the captain of the guard had committed to get Elias, the son of Hakim. and Ishmael, the son of Nathani, Nathan, Nathan uh, carried them away captive and departed to go over to the Amorites. Amen. Go now to verse... Number 16, they've had a battle, Look another battle, amen, and Johanan came now and he put Ishmael on the run and all the people, all the people are gathered back together with with Johanan, amen. All the people said, okay, we're going to gather back together with Johanan and and with with, with Jeremiah, the the man of God. In verse 16, listen to this. Then took Johanan the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces that were with him, all the remnant of the people whom he had recovered from Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, from Mizpah. After that, he had slain Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, even mighty men of war, and women and children, and the eunuchs whom he had brought again from Gibeon. And listen to this, and they departed and dwelt in the habitation of Chimham which is, listen at this, by Bethlehem, the house of bread. Everybody all right? The house of God, amen. Lord's house, the house of bread. Somebody say amen. Went to Chimham, which is by, but they didn't go to Bethlehem. They went to Chimham, which is by Bethlehem. Now listen to this, to go to enter into Egypt. And we know what Egypt, Egypt's the world, amen? There was a choice that's gonna have to make. There's a choice you're gonna have to make, child of God, in your life, amen? That, that, word, that, that, that word chimhan means pining or to pine after, amen? And I looked that up in my, my Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary because I wanna know what pining means, amen? I'm not a very educated man, I'm not real smart, but it means to languish, to lose flesh or wear away under any distress or anxiety of the mind. Wow. We let things get in our head and in our mind and we get, a, we get to warring in our mind. Amen. And, and it says to, to grow lean or to waste away with longing for something. Wanting something so bad Looking out and and desiring something, something that's usually off limits, amen, according to the word of God. Is everybody all right? Amen, and then in Romans, in Romans chapter number, what do we do, Brother Tracy? I mean, here they are, Brother Tiny. They're in a place between, between getting things right with God, going down to the house of God, or leaving and just running out into the world. Amen, and they've got their sights set on the world, and it's going against the word of God. Somebody say amen. Anytime something's trying to pull you out of church and pull you into the world, it's against, your, it's against God's will for your life. Everybody okay? Amen. I know, I know everybody can't be here and everything. That's not what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about vacations, stuff like that. Not talking about that. I'm talking about something that pulls you away from God so much, you get out of church and you don't go. Somebody say amen. Every time church is open, amen, you've always got something else to do. Amen, you've you've lost your first love. You went back out into the world. Here they are. They're at a place in their life. Well, they've got to make a choice and they're longing for Egypt. They're, they're, they're looking and Egypt's calling the bright lights and, and, the, and the party life. Is everybody all right? And all the fun and all the things that, are, that appeal to the flesh. The good looking men, the, the beautiful women. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? All the jobs and the money to be made. Somebody say Amen this is what they're dealing with this is what they're doing they're battling this they're pining after it. amen and the choice is there and so here's what they do here's what they've done they, they started out right go to chapter 42 amen I'm hurrying somebody said no you ain't yes I'm hurrying trying to and this is where we really want to get to so they're at Chimham they're at a place in their life where they've got to make where a choice is being presented to them somebody say amen I don't know about you amen but you're going to have to choose every morning when you wake up to serve God or not amen Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. How? by the renewing of your mind, amen. Those things that we growed up with, amen, and lived out in for years and years, they're still in our mind, amen. They pop up all the time. They come, and they tempt us. You know what we gotta do? We gotta renew our mind. We gotta change the way we think about things. Somebody say amen, because if we don't, it'll drag us out every time, amen. Some mornings, I'll just say it like this. Amen, some mornings you gotta get up, you gotta get up, Hey man, you're gonna you're, the you're, the devil's gonna be battling you. Amen, you got to look out. Amen, you might as well face the facts today, Lord. You might as well look up and say, God, today I'm not going to make it, I'm not going to go up any higher. I'm not going to go out any farther with you. I'm not going to succeed in anything much today, Lord. But Lord, if you'll just help me to just be able to stand my ground. Lord, I might not gain any today, but help me not lose any. Somebody say amen. Some days, amen, we just got to not compromise. If I can get through today, Amen, and not lose any ground, not lose any faith, not lose any peace, not lose my mind today, not God, not get out of the will of God today. God help me, just stay put, Amen, to where you can still use me tomorrow. Somebody say Amen. Hallelujah! He might not make it any farther today, might not move up with Him today, but just don't let the devil knock you back down and back out. And knock it backwards in. If I, somebody say, Amen. So be willing to stand your ground. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Amen. Got the right shoes on. Amen. Got to be sharp with the preparation of the gospel. That's right. Got to have that shield of faith. Amen. Got to have that helmet of salvation. Got to protect your mind. Everybody okay? Choice got to be made today. Today, Lord, I'm at Jim Ham. Amen in the world's calling to me, and I know I need to go to the house of God. What am I gonna do? Amen. You gotta say, oh God, help me make the right choice. Help me not to mess nothing else up. Amen, Amen right there. Hallelujah. Oh, I like moving forward with the Lord. Amen. I like battling the devil and winning. Amen. And knocking him down. Somebody say amen. I like it. I like it when I knock him down and I knock him backwards. Amen. And I recapture and regain some ground that he's taken. Some days I say, God, just help me to hang on to what I got. Is everybody alright? Help me not to lose no more ground to that rascal. Somebody say amen. Woo! boy, that right there, preach. So in chapter 42, hear what they said. We'll start reading verse number one. Got a lot of reading. Then all the forces, all the captains of the forces and Johanna. Now remember, they're between Bethel, but they're set to go to Egypt. They're beside Bethel. They're in a place of pining. Amen. But But what they need to do is go back to Mizpah, right? a place of watching and, and being on alert, amen, because of the adversary, right? That's what God wants, but listen to this. Then all the captains of the forces, and Johanan, and the son of Korea and Josaniah, the son of Hoshea. Uh, and all the people from the least, even unto the greatest, came near and said unto Jeremiah, the prophet, let we beseech thee, our supplication be accepted before thee. Listen to this. And pray for us, unto the Lord thy God, even for all this remnant. Amen. I'm going to say this. I believe a lot of pastors has lost sight of that. That's my responsibility. Amen. To call y'all's name out to God every day. To weep and pray over your soul and your family. Somebody say, that's my responsibility as a man of God, amen, as the pastor of Calvary Baptist Church. There's a lot of pastors that's more, more worried about uh, 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 riding around their sports cars. Somebody say amen. Looking, looking handsome in front of all their congregation. Won't even wear a suit and a tie anymore. Is everybody okay? Amen, got to have them, them them muscle-fitted shirts. Amen. <laughs> I got to get them extra, extra large shirts fit over their fat heads. Everybody all right? <laughs> Give me a man of God that'll get on his face. Amen. When, I, when my family's struggling. Amen. When sickness comes. Amen. When the devil's entered in. Amen. And, and, and my marriage is on the brink. Give me somebody. Amen. That'll call out to God. And here they come to the man of God Said, Pray for us. That's a good place to start. That's a good place to start. Find somebody you got confidence in. That get in touch with God and get them praying for you. Amen goes right. Amen goes right there. Amen goes right there. So they said, "Pray for us." I got to hurry. Pray for us that the Lord God, even all the remnant. For we are left but a few of many as thine eyes do behold us. Listen to verse three. That the Lord thy God may shew us the way. There it is. Wherein we may walk and the thing that we may do. We're, We're at a place in our life of decision. We're down there at Chimham. Amen. Next to the house of God we're 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 right beside it. We're almost in. Is everybody all right? We're almost in the church. But boy, that world's still calling out. I'm 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 weighing I'm weighing my options here. Should I should I go to the church or should I go to the world? Should I should I get my life right with God or should I keep running with the devil's crowd? Should I Should I let God have me, all of me, amen, and and just wait on the Lord? I say, wait on the Lord. Uh, Should I let God have my life and just wait on the Lord? Uh, I say you, wait on the Lord, amen. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Uh, They shall mount up with wings as eagles, amen. They shall walk and not faint. They shall run and not be weary. I wait on the Lord. I say, wait on the Lord. Amen, right there. Or should I just run off down there to Egypt? Oh, I'm out of place, I'm out of place. And here they are. They said, Jeremiah, we're here out of place and we need you to pray. We need to hear from God. Does anybody here need to hear from God. Anybody here got circumstances in your life you need to hear from God on? Anybody got a situation in your life? Maybe you say, oh God, I need to hear from you. Oh God, I need, I need to hear from you, God. God, I need to know what to do, Lord. God, I need to know which way to turn. Uh, Lord, I need to know if I turn to the right to the house of God or turn to the left of the world. Lord, I need to know who I need to listen to. Should I listen to these crazy preachers or should I listen to some uh, uh, wacko watch like under in, in TV land? Is everybody all right? Huh? So here they are. said, verse 3, that the Lord thy God may shew us the way wherein we may walk and the thing that we may do. What do I need to do in my life? Now listen. Then Jeremiah the prophet said unto them, I have heard you. Wow. Amen. God, help me to know when to speak and when to listen. Amen. Help me as a man of God to know when to speak and when to listen, when to hear. Somebody say amen. Amen, and that could could just trickle right on down to the deacons. That could just trickle right on down to to the Sunday school teachers, to the lay members, right? He said, I have heard you. And what did he say? Behold, I will pray unto the Lord your God according to your words, and it shall come to pass, listen to this, that whatsoever thing the Lord shall answer you, I will declare it unto you, I will keep nothing back from you. Give me a man of God that ain't afraid to preach. Don't worry about feelings, amen. It's the word of God that straightens out lives. Somebody say amen. It's the message that God has for somebody. Amen, everybody's so worried. Well, if I say this, I'll run them off and I'll lose my paycheck. God bless your heart, amen. Just right back preach the word of God. Amen, he said his word would accomplish where it's sent. It would not return void. Amen. We need this in America. America needs men that'll preach the word of God. The only thing that's gonna straighten that mess out out yonder is when men of God preach in here and get this mess in here straightened out. Somebody say amen. Oh yeah, that's good, that's good preaching, preacher. So well, He said, I'm gonna tell you what God said. I'm gonna tell you what God said. It's amazing to me, and they, they do it too. How folks Whoa, we want to preach it, to preach it gun barrel straight. And then when they preach it gun barrel straight, they get mad at it. Everybody all right? He said, I will keep nothing back from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, verse 5, The Lord be a true and faithful witness between us if we do not even according to all things. For the which the Lord thy God shall send thee to us. In other words, preacher, we're going to hear what you got to say. Amen. And we're going to know that you've been on your face before God, Jeremiah. And we're going to listen to it. And we're going to obey the word of God. That's what they're telling him. Right? So listen to this. Verse 6. i got to hurry. He said, whether it be good. What does that mean? Whether we like it, we're going to do it. When you preach something we like, we're going to do it. He said, whether it be good or whether it be evil. What's that mean? Whether we don't like it. Whether we like it or whether we don't. Amen. You're preaching it right. We're going to take it and we're going to do it. That's usually, that's what people say. But then it's what they do. If it's good, we'll take it. If it's bad, we'll, we'll find fault with the deliverer. That's usually what they do. Oh, that ain't from God. Oh, you ain't got to live like that. Oh, you ain't got to do those things. That's Old Testament stuff. Oh, you know that was way back yonder. That's a whole new world. Everything's changed. Yeah, but God hadn't. God's word hadn't changed. See, the Bible said that Jesus is the same yesterday and today and changeth not. Is everybody okay? He's not going to change. Amen. he's not going to change. I don't care if you don't like it. If I don't like it, if nobody likes it, he's not going to change his word for nobody. Somebody say amen. He's not going to change it for you. He's not going to change it for me. He's not going to change it for your family. He's not going to change it for my family. Somebody say amen. I can't preach it different for your family than I preach it for my family, and I can't preach it different for my family than I do your family. Somebody say amen. That's why I get in so much trouble. Is Everybody all right? Everybody okay? Amen. I don't try to. It just happens. So he said, whether, verse six, they, they told him verse five, we're gonna do it. Verse six, whether it be good or whether it be evil, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we send thee, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. And it came to pass after 10 days. Sometimes you just gotta have some patience. Child of God. Is everybody alright? You might not always get your answer immediately. Things may not change tomorrow just because you decide to get right tonight. Took him 10 days, the man of God, on his face, day and night, praying, weeping. Sometimes God wants to know if you're gonna really stick it out. Is everybody okay? Sometimes you just, gotta, you just gotta wait. Uncover that. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the answer. The answer's on the way. Hey, amen. But if you turn tail and run before you get it, hey, amen, you, you're gonna do something wrong. Yeah. Is everybody okay? Said so it Cup. 10 days now. They, day one rolled around. What'd he say? What'd he say? I don't know He still Day two roll around. Hey, hey, what'd he say? What'd he say? Do I look like the preacher? He said said nothing to me. Day three, I could just see it. Four or five of them. Hey, man, we've been waiting around here a long time. What's he doing? Still praying? You think he knows how? I mean, good Lord, I could have prayed to God sooner and quicker than that. Day five, day six, day seven. Man, everybody's on edge, everybody's edgy. They, they ain't got an answer, they ain't heard nothing. What is he gonna do? Why does he got to keep praying? Because you're so wicked, that's why. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Don't blame the man of God for your sin. Finally, day 10 rolls around. Thank God, here he comes. Is everybody all right? So well, sometimes you just gotta wait. Well, I hate those times, don't you? I'd much rather God just come and say, no. Uh-uh. Just get quit. I ain't no. Nope. And just say, hold on. Everybody all right? How many of you as a kid, as a child remember going to your mama or daddy? Mama, 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 I, 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 I need I didn't hold it. Not now. You wait. You didn't like it. You like it even less when God says it, don't you? Uh, When God puts you on hold, it's not because he don't love you. It's not because he's not going to answer you. Amen, this is serious business. Jeremiah's on on a mission for God to hear something from God for the people. Got to get it right. Amen, we don't want to mess it up. Sometimes we just got to wait. Somebody say amen. Sometimes we just need a little patience. It'll build your faith. It'll build your pa- try and your faith, work your patience. Try and do your patience, work in faith. All these things work together for good to them that love God. Somebody say amen. amen. But boy, we want our answer right now. And we don't, want the, we don't want wait and we really don't want no. We want yes, I'm going to do it right now. Sometimes God don't do it right now. So it come to pass after 10 days that the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah. Then called he Johanan the son of Correa, and all the captains of the forces which were with him and all the people from the least even to the greatest. In Verse 9, said unto them, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, unto whom ye sent me to present your supplication before him. You sent me on a, on a mission to get in touch with God on your behalf, and this is the answer that God's given you. everybody okay? That's what Jeremiah's telling them. said, verse 10, if you will still abide in this land, stay here. Amen, stay in Mizpah, stay in a place of vigilance. Somebody say amen. Stay here at Bethel. Stay at the house of God. Amen, stay with God. Stay with God. Stay with the church. Stay with God and the church. Stay in a place in your life of vigilance. Amen. Find out what the word of God says. Seek God on a daily basis. Pray. Amen. Watch and wait. Amen. And keep your eyes open for the devil is a sneaky rascal and he's trying to destroy and devour you. He said, if you'll abide here in in this land with me and my people, He said, if you will still abide in this land, then will I build you, and not pull you down. And I will plant and not pluck you up, for I repent me of the evil that I have done unto you. Be not afraid of the king of Babylon. That that old life of confusion, that rascal that's trying to disrupt your life, that rascal that's trying to bring all the confusion into your home. Somebody say, he said, don't worry about him. Just run that rascal off, don't listen to him. Don't listen to the devil. You're a child of God. Somebody say amen right there. Your father owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Your father spoke this world into existence. Your father created life. Somebody say amen. And your father's in charge whether the devil likes it or not. And whether your husband or your wife or your son or your daughter or your mama or your daddy likes it, God's still in charge. Hallelujah right there. Amen. Amen. He's still on the throne. I don't care who walks off and leaves him. Glory to God, I'm going to stick with him. He's been too good to this whole boy. I say he's been too good to me. Amen right there. I know where he found me at. I know what I was on the night I got saved. I was a sinner bound for hell. I was a rebellious drunk. Amen. And God had to get my attention. And God got mine. Amen. Amen. I like this little Bible teaching message. So, I said, Be not afraid of the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Be not afraid of him, saith the Lord, for I am with you to save you and to deliver you from his hand. And I will shew mercies unto you that he may have mercy upon you and cause you to return to your own land But if ye will not, listen to this, verse number 13. But if ye say, we will not dwell in this land, neither obey the voice of the Lord your God, saying, no, but we will go into the land of Egypt, where we shall see no war, nor hear the sound of the trumpet, nor have hunger of bread, and there will we dwell. And now therefore hear the word of the Lord, ye remnant of Judah. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, if ye will wholly set your faces to enter into Egypt and to go and sojourn there, if you're ready to just walk out on God, amen, to please that crowd over there and go out into the world. Somebody say amen. Listen to what he said. Then it shall come to pass. They said, Jeremiah, go pray and bring us word again. Now I know why it's taking 10 days. He had a big message from God, very important. He wanted to make sure he got it right. That's why I seek the Lord. That's why I don't get a message off the internet. Somebody say amen. I get on my face. I pray. I ask God what to preach. Amen. I got a book. Amen. I got 66 books. Slap full of messages. I got more than the AIs can write. Somebody say amen right there. They ain't an AI in the world can write a message like this. It's got to come from farther than the internet. Somebody say amen. This one come all the way from heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, God's a a big uh, printer screen. Somebody say amen. Oh, yeah. God's fixing to do a work in their life. Amen. Wanting to bless them. Amen. They sent a man of God said, go pray. Then come back and tell us what God said. Amen. Then after 10 days, he comes back with this. With this, your preacher'd still be praying. Trust you, me. Verse 16: That it shall come to pass that the sword which ye feared shall overtake you there in the land of Egypt, and the famine whereof ye were afraid shall follow close after you there in Egypt, and there ye shall die. Amen. What you're trying to avoid. Amen, the little, the little tussle you're trying to avoid by you think, you think walking out on God's going to fix it. He said, what you fear the most, it'll come on you out there. It'll come on you when you walk away from God. You just give it time. All those that's walked away, you give it time. It'll come if they're his. If they're without chastisement, they ain't his. Scripture's either right or wrong. So in this, I'm going to read this verse right here. So shall it be, verse 17, with all the men, listen to this, that set their faces to go into Egypt, the soldier there, they shall die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, and none of them shall remain or escape from the evil that I will bring upon them. Wow. Wow. I want to read verse 19 to you. The Lord... Has said concerning you, O ye remnant of Judah, go ye not, hey child of God, go ye not, hey, 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 child of God, go ye not into Egypt. Know certainly that I have admonished you this that God said, I've warned you. Stick with God. God saying, I've warned you, stick with me. God saying, I've warned you, I've admonished you this day, I've told you, stick with me. Don't run off, don't listen to the devil. So here they are. They, remember, they told him, we're going to do whatever God says. Didn't they say that? Didn't they say that? So you go pray, and whatever God says, whether we like it or whether we don't, we're going to do it. Didn't I read that? Whether it's good, we'll do it, whether it's evil. Amen, whether we, whether we like it, whether it rubs us right or rubs us wrong. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen right there. That's right, boy. I, I, whether rubbing us the right way or making our hair stand up. Somebody say amen. That old Beagle, boy, you can rub him down his back. That hair just lays down. You rub him back up the wrong way, boy, that hair gets up. They don't like that too much. Everybody all right? Amen. But they said whether we like it or whether we don't, we're going to do it because we want to be in the will of God. Amen. More than we want to please everybody else. And I'm going to read this and I'm going to be done. Go to chapter 43. And this is really, all that was introduction. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Somebody said, good Lord, you're going to preach till midnight. I, seriously. Seriously. Years and years and years ago, Blessed Hope Baptist Church, I, I've been associated with them since Richard uh, Bell. He started the church. He was the pastor. There. He started it. It was in that nursery school right next door to where they're at now. And then they moved over into a storefront right there by Ace Hardware. I preached over there. And then they moved down there under into a warehouse over there by LaFonia Lighting on the other side of the road. And I preached there. I preached a watch night service for them one time. True story. I said, okay, come on. We're going to start at like 7... 30, 8 o'clock, whatever time it was I said, I got you, I want you to come preach got some other men going to come, we'll have a good time then we're going to break probably around 11 and, and eat I said, okay I showed up that was a good crowd there this was probably, what was it baby 25 27 years ago, something like that, long time I showed up Brother Richard's sitting there, he's walking around he's looking, he's not saying too much to me Amen and they start singing, they sang a little bit, sang a little bit. he's looking around. True story, John Crumley. about 8:30, quarter to nine, something like that, maybe nine o'clock. He said, well, brother Tracy, I want you to come around and preach I said uh, I called several men but none of them showed up. you're the only one we got. I said we're going to break at 11. I said, you want me to preach from nine to 11. Man, I don't preach over 15 minutes. I was, you ask my wife, man, I was a cutter-offer back then, buddy. I got up and started preaching, Troy. Man, them folks started shouting, started jumping up, saying amen. That's, you know, folks just worshiped God back then. Amen. And I preached, and I preached for about 25, 30 minutes. And when I got done, it was like eleven-fifteen. I thought I was only up about 25 or 30 minutes, man. Y'all know why I preach myself into a heart attack now, don't you? Amen. About two, about two and a half hours, Tyler Busby. Your preacher was up there preaching, running, shouting, jumping benches. Amen. Folks hit the altar and got to praying. My wife says, because they were stove up from sitting so long. She said, I went to the altar. I said, well, hallelujah. I <laughs> just teasing. I did. She, you can ask her, man. I preached all the way up to eleven, 11 o'clock, man. I, I really, there, I really thought it was about thirty minutes, at the most forty-five. I looked. I said, "Well, that's all I got." I know why. I said, "Well, that was enough." <laughs> but in chapter number forty-three, and it came to pass, verse one, when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking unto all the people, all the words of the Lord their God for which the Lord their God had sent him to them, even all these words. Then spake Azariah the son of Hosea, and Johanan the son of Korea, and all the proud men, saying unto Jeremiah, Thou speakest falsely. Isn't it amazing? Go pray for us, preacher, and find out what God's got. Okay, I ain't going to hold nothing back. Okay, don't hold it back. Preach it. Ah, that ain't right. I can't believe he preached that. He knows better. He knows better than that. I can hear some of the conversations on the way home. No, that, that wasn't for us. That ain't for me. Is Everybody okay? Amen right there. That's, that's what they told him. He said, thou, thou speakest falsely. The Lord, our God hath not sent thee to say, go not into Egypt and the soldier there. God didn't tell you that. God didn't tell you to preach that to us. God didn't tell you to tell us that. God didn't tell you to tell us to stay with him and stay in the house of God and not go to the world. God didn't send that to us. We're having too much fun. Everybody all right? So, verse number four, Johannine. Son Korea and all the captains of the forces and all the people obeyed not the voice of the Lord to dwell in the land of Judah. Verse seven. So they came into the land of Egypt, for they obeyed not the voice of the Lord. Thus came they even to Typhonese. Something else I need to read. I think. Maybe that's it. Yes, it. So they came into the land of Egypt, for they obeyed not the voice of the Lord. Long story short, he told them what was going to happen to them, and it did. Amen. You'll never, you'll never, you'll never, I don't care what the world tells you, what the devil's trying to convince you of. Leaving God and going to the world is never the answer. Period. And if you're in a place in your life, a like Tim Ham, where there's choices you're, the devil's trying to get you to make and he's painting a pretty picture out there somewhere, let me tell you, there's really only one choice. That's a relationship with God and you can't have a relationship with God and not have a relationship with the house of God. It's impossible. Sake not the simon of yourselves together. You can't do it. Is everybody all right? I don't care who says it. I mean, I've got family members that tell me that. Like I said, I'm not saying you've got to be at everything. You've got to be here every Sunday. That's not what I'm saying. Amen? But you've got to have a relationship with church. I'm going to tell you, when I get sick and I have to miss, which I know it's not very often, if I miss a Sunday, due to sickness, because I don't, I don't miss them for anything else, if I can help it. But if I miss one due to sickness or something like that, and, I, and, and especially if I'm sick on Sunday and Wednesday, man, I'm about to die before I can get back. I mean, man, my life, boy, my, my, my spirit is low. I need church. Me, I'm talking about me. I need church. This energizes me. This strengthens me. When I come and I hear y'all sing, all right, here y'all testify like Sunday. Oh my goodness. Wasn't that a blessing? Amen. All these people jumping up testifying to preach didn't preach. Hallelujah. Amen. Y'all, y'all can shout me down anytime. Amen right there. Folks standing up testifying about the goodness of God, what God's done for me. And then Sunday night, all these little ones, all these young ones doing that. Somebody say amen. Boy, what a blessing. Amen right there. What a blessing. That encouraged me. That strengthened me. Somebody say Amen. When I show up Wednesday night, Amen. I'm, a, I'm already running on fumes. Amen. And I ain't had no dinner yet, and I'm weak. Everybody, all right? Boy, I need a big old steak, man. Give me some energy to preach a while. Everybody, okay? But anyhow, I hope that made sense to you. Here they are. And they got a choice. They said, Man of God, pray for us. He prayed. Took a while. Amen. He wanted to get it right. And God sent an answer. But the answer wasn't the one they really wanted. And even though they told the man of God, saying, Hey, whether we like it or whether we don't, we're going to do what the scriptures say, what the word of God says. We believe God's God's got you, Jeremiah. We believe you're God's man, Jeremiah. You go to the Lord on our behalf, and you come back and preach us a message, and we're going to do it. I didn't even realize it, but this is another one of them praying messages. We just didn't know what he prayed, but we got to answer. Is everybody all right? Praying messages on Wednesday night again. There there it was. He prayed for 10 days. Well, what would y'all do? Amen. You got an important decision to make. Situation in your life. Circumstances surrounding you. And you say, I need an answer. And God says, I know. I know you need an answer. Just hold on. The answer's on its way. Just hold on answer's on its way. And you know what? They got the answer. They reacted foolishly. But tonight I would hope you would respond to the answer that God sent you for whatever situation may be in your life. And it may not be you're thinking of leaving the church or leaving God's will or anything. It could be a thousand million other things going on in your life. You could be walking in the center of God's will. You just needed an answer. Okay, well, the answer may be just wait. Wait on the Lord. Amen? Maybe, I don't know. If you're struggling spiritually and mentally, there's down there at Bethlehem, that's the house of bread. Maybe you just need to come to church, amen, and just eat up everything that's served. That's where you're going to get your strength. Is everybody okay? I love you. Amen. I love you. I don't know. Rachel, come to the piano. I'm gonna get her to sing in the middle of my storm. I, I don't know what you're going through. I know it was not your typical Wednesday night. Well, I say that, but around here it probably is. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate the presence of the Lord. If you prayed at all. This week, and ask God to help you. You got choices in your life. You got situations, circumstances. You need leadership and guidance. You need to hear from God. Trust me, He sent it tonight. He sent it because I, I really, I was praying, 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 seeking the Lord on what to preach, Brother Tiner. Because I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a list of things I'm gonna preach. And today down here, I met with Mr. Clark. Amen. He's getting some list together for me. got along with God. got to pray over the Bible. And today, about 10.30, well, I've been praying all week. God wasn't preached tonight. And today, about 10:30, he showed up. He said, This is what I want you to preach. Boy, he started putting it together like that. Stuff I had read way back. I said, Go back over here look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Boy, he just started tying it all together. And you know what he, who he was doing it for? Doing it for just for me, but he said, "I know who's going to be there." They've been seeking me about some things. I got some answers for them. So tonight, while she she sings this song, maybe you just need to come talk to the Lord. And if it's not the answer you want, maybe I'll just say, "God, give me strength, give me the will, give me the faith to accept your answer in my life." Give me the strength to walk the path that's before me. Help me, God, stay faithful to you. Lord, I'm pining away. I'm wasting away that's calling out to me. God, I want to stay with you. God, help me stay on a watchful spirit and recognize when the devil's trying to destroy me. Help me stay at Mizpah, at the watchtower, Amen at the outpost, watching, being, being, being faithful, being vigilant. Amen. I want you to stand to your feet tonight. If you need to come, you come.